Welcome to this week in our collective heads. Where we're is this the for the for this, this is little the, bitty this news? This is the like couple seconds right before the before the show. Right, but it's it's for the side quests. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Welcome to this week in our collective heads, where I, Kevin, and this Patrick are going to describe for you Destiny Two. Mm-hmm. We're going to describe the backwards compatible games that we got. Yeah. And we're going to talk about all kinds of other fun stuff that yes. happened this week. There's actually kind of a lot. Baby Groot. This week in our collective heads. Wanna put an old rumor to bed. Stereotype that you've all heard. How we're all just angry video game nerds. Most of us have actual jobs. Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah. This week in our collective heads. This week in our collective heads. Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick. I'm Kevin. And we're here giving you the gaming news like we do every single week. Uh, This week, uh, we have some interesting stuff and some mediocre stuff. I'm not going to But we have more than we have for a while. We do have a lot more. I'm I'm excited about that. Um, Our main quest this week is going to be about Nintendo. We're going to talk about the the arms reveal, the Splatoon stuff, and uh, Destiny 2 was humongous news, but we're going to go ahead and cram that into the side quest. So we're going to cover all of the, the side quests and the various bits of news. Yeah, as quickly as we can without trying to ramble too much. Right. Starting Destiny, with, 2, Destiny 2 will be at the end because that's the biggest We'll ramble one. more. Uh, starting with backwards compatibility. Yay, backwards compatibility! And uh, we got uh, we got Steins. Uh, Steins Gate. Gate. So, so yes. you, do you know about Steins Gate? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's a visual novel series. Um, it's... It's a lot of fun. There's like, there's like time traveling stuff and all kinds of, of, of interesting story elements that they put into them. Um, this has been an anime, a manga, and a and now it's now it's a video game. Mm-hmm. It was it was only published in Japan. Um, I believe these are now coming stateside as well. Yeah. I, so I don't even know if they've been translated, but. It's a backwards compatibility thing, and if you can read Japanese... If you can read Japanese, you're in luck. Uh, if not, this is not a... Uh, a you-can-play-this-if-you-will. This is not a game that's in another language that you can get by. Right. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. Vi- visual novels, visual novels not, not so much. Do it, yeah. So, unfortunately, uh, you'll have to wait for the translation on that. Or learn Japanese. One of those may be quicker. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but we we uh, are really excited about uh, Marvel uh, superheroes, yes. too. And I love, I love that they showed this little tiny bit, which gives away without giving away anything from Guardians. Um, and more and more that I've seen uh, from, uh, well, I've only seen that and the, there's a screenshot. They're showing more uh, Phase 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel stuff, which I think is really cool. You got Baby Groot. Yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting to see uh, who makes it into this because one of the one of the interesting points, one of the reasons that uh, Marvel superheroes was better than uh, Lego Avengers, yeah. was because Lego Avengers was was just the the MCU stuff, and it was it was very catered to that. Yeah. Um, here we've got. From from what we know, we've seen that, that we have some of the MCU characters, some of the not. Uh, well, Lego seems to be able to to get to places that a lot of other things don't. Yeah. But I mean, we we've seen like uh like we have uh Spider Man. What is it? Twenty 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 nine. Twenty nine nine. Okay, so I was like about to throw that up. Yeah, and and uh, and you've got you've got Baby Groot. You've got uh. It, it looks very much like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's uh, yes Doctor Strange uh, um, and so Baby Captain Rocket, Marvel, Captain which Captain hasn't come out yet. Yeah. Spider Gwen, Spider Gwen, yeah. So, so they're they're allowed. I'm, I'm glad they're they're doing this because they're 
the the contracts that Fox and Sony have are specific to the movies. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to to video games, comics, that kind of thing, um, except for the Disney parks, unfortunately, we'll worry, I'm pissed off about that. But uh, essentially, they can grab more of these characters. So. Well, but in uh, there's like the X Men uh, haven't been confirmed for Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah. So it's not it's not all video games that they can get into because Fox is Fox signed some deal about video games, so they're trying to like deal with that. That's why yeah. Spider Man's showing up in here. But uh, arguably, they should be able to grab X Men, but Fox is trying to. Yeah, and I mean Lego's been able to do stuff like they they were able to get Star Wars when nobody else was mm-hmm. able to even acquire like yeah. Lucasfilms did Star Wars. I think Lego and, and then Lego and then Lego's like, hey, we want to do Star Wars. Yeah. And who? I mean, at that time, it was still was Lucas yeah. under Lucas's yeah. control, and he's like Legos. Yeah, do it. I, and because everybody loves Legos, they they've shown, and especially now, they have a track record of really fun, uh, fun games that that sell well, that can adapt to pretty much any property. I mean, you yeah. had Harry Potter and and all kinds of. I mean, Harry Potter probably was one of the worst, unfortunately, but um, but they were able to adapt so much of the world to to Lego. Um, and I think that between Lego and Telltale, they've been able to adapt other people's product uh, uh, properties. properties very well. Um, if the game the game may be buggy, but in the Lego side, it's not. But um, it can be. It's not as bad. It's it's not as bad as Telltale, it's but uh, but like Lego games can be really picky about yeah. stuff. And so anyway. Uh, next up, we have kind of an update on the Wrapped mm-hmm. Rabbit Kickstarter. Um, originally, it was uh, 1.1 million to get it funded, and then they had like outrageous stretch goals. Like, yeah. I think it was like five million to get to the Switch or something. Yeah, something and like four million like to get that. to the Xbox, Which, and it was it was like okay, yeah. but uh, yeah, you're you're not you're, like we want it. Yes. But we don't need it that bad. We, we want it, and we've heard from multiple sources, multiple indie devs, and and AAA devs that that the Switch, uh, not not regards to hardware capability, but in mm-hmm. regards to, to being able to program for it, it is easier than the Xbox One and PS4, which means it's easier to program for than a PC. I mean, at, at that point, it's it shouldn't be that much of a stretch. Yeah, another million dollars. To yeah. get it onto the switch. So, so they've lowered those goal, those goals, and I think it's one point five million. Yeah. Um, they've also seen the performance of their of their Kickstarter, which the I feel like in a lot of ways mm-hmm. because of the failures, the spectacular failures of some games like uh, like Mighty Number no. Nine and how they had to to split up. What was what was Double Fines? Uh, Broken Age. Broken Age. Yeah. They had to split up Broken Age into two parts. Like the amount of money that it takes to make a game is tremendous. Mm-hmm. It is. It's really really expensive, and so you. I don't know. There, there's there's a lot of questions regarding uh, Kickstarter, but um, I don't I don't even know if they're going to be able to make it to their their basic 1.1. I don't know if they will. I'm hopeful that they will. I'm glad they tailored they tailored it back down to 1.5. Yeah. Um, because that's just outlandish for for them to try to go for five uh, yeah. at that point for for stretch goal. Stretch goal should not be uh, that astronomical. So yeah. glad about that. Um, next up, we have Next Machina, which is the next game from Housemark, and I cannot wait for this. This is I'm I'm excited. It looks like a, a more arcadey version of uh, of Alienation, mm-hmm. which I enjoyed Alienation, except for the gear stuff was a bit too complicated for me. And like what they're talking about on this one is arcade action. And then the other cool thing is that they have uh, they're talking about local co-op. Mm-hmm. And, 
All Damn it, I love me co-op. some local co-op. All about local co-op, co-op. I love not only, I mean, the game looks fun, but I love the particle physics in here. Yes. And Housemark games are consistent. And, and even back to, like, the PS3 days. Yeah. Like, Housemark is amazing at this stuff. And once they went up to the PS4, they were able to do the voxels and, like... They're just they're just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. This is this is an instant purchase for me, and that's coming out uh, June twentieth. I'm oh, excited about that. Really awesome. What's out right now is Phantom Dust. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the and re- it's free and it's free. Not the not the remake that uh, that they've been talking about, but the original Phantom Dust from Xbox uh, from the original Xbox old OG Xbox. Um, so uh, you know, go grab that because it's free. Get this is again one of those um, things that uh, developers will do to throw a an older property out for free. You know, usually we get this on PlayStation Plus or Xbox uh, yeah. Games with Gold, specifically to uh, to get people excited about it. Now I'm hoping that gets people excited about the new Phantom Dust. I don't know. I don't know if it will. I, I meant to play this yeah. before before we recorded, but I didn't get didn't get a chance to. Um, I, f- I feel like that that's going to be the case for a lot of people. Oh yeah, I meant to play that. I meant to play that, but yeah, so, we'll, so, we'll, I mean, we'll see. Go, gra- I mean, go grab it and and get it on your account at least before they decide to change something. But yeah, um, yeah, free free game. Why not? It's worth a shot. So, uh, speaking of stuff that that's coming to places that uh, that were a bit surprising, um, yeah. Harvest Moon, which mm-hmm. has always been a Nintendo property, yeah. I thought it was first party, honestly, until I saw this. But uh, Harvest Moon mm-hmm. colon Light of Hope is coming yeah. to Switch, PC, PS4. We're gonna get details at E3. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know a whole lot about it, but I mean, this is gonna be the 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 next Harvest Moon game. So yeah. if you if you miss Farmville. Harvest go, Moon go is up away. your alley. If you if if you played Farmville or any of those farming games, you haven't played Farm, uh, uh, haven't played um, this game. Then it surprises me. Har- uh, Harvest Moon has been consistent in in giving a fun product if you like that thing. Right, and and there's there's it's it's just kind of the the maintenance of keeping up your farm, and yeah. it's, it's it's a cuter. It's it's not this art style, but it's the chibi version of Sim. Sure, sure. So. Uh, I Which thought I like Sim for I, I thought nice it was I thought it was some type of exclusive, maybe not on the levels of first party, but I thought like like Pokemon, right? Like yeah, Pokemon's part of the Pokemon company that like like right. They're not owned by Nintendo, but you're not going to see it anywhere else. That, I w- so I was surprised about this too. Um, getting it anywhere other than you know, I some people were were saying. You know, they were surprised that it was going on Switch. I'm like, are you are you bonkers? <laughs> like, of course really? it's going on it's Switch. The new, it's the new Nintendo yeah. console. Of course it's going to be on there. You yeah. need to have a Harvest Moon. You need to have a Pokemon. There's certain things that have to show up on a Nintendo mobile console, and the Switch is technically a mobile console. Yeah. So. Um, we got a couple of more announcements. We have Don't Nod yeah. uh, has confirmed that Life is Strange 2 is a thing. So uh, Life is Strange 1... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It kind of en- like it's it's. I feel like it's very self encapsulated. Yeah. Like the the story of life is strange. Like their beginning, middle, end. This is these characters' story. I'm yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure where they would go. Uh, after, I mean, no spoilers, but I'm not sure where they would go after the end. Sure. But they're making another one, mm-hmm. and so I I don't know what elements of the old one we're gonna bring in. Um, but we'll 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 see what they what they do. I mean, hopefully yeah. Ashley Birch voices somebody. I'm hoping so. Uh, I she she was really good as Chloe. Yeah, I think um, I've only seen little. I've seen bits of the game. I haven't played through it yet. I need to. Uh, but I think that if it's written well for these type of games, it's all about writing. Yeah. And if you have a good premise, if you have a reason to do a second one, 
then by all means do it. Well, and I mean, the, the, the way that they worked in the supernatural to, yeah. to what was happening to the characters. Yeah. Because the supernatural was happening, but the more interesting story of Life is Strange is actually secondary to that. Yeah. Kind of like uh, in, in the Doctor Who series, the, the fantastic sets and the aliens and like, yes, those are interesting premises, but the reason that it's lasted for five decades mm -hmm. is because there's something true at the heart of that. Yeah. Because um, the Daleks are fanatics. Yes. Like this, this is the end goal is mm -hmm. if you believe that you and only you you know, have, have the right to do anything, yeah. this is the logical end point mm -hmm. to that. Have we checked audio yet? Uh, no, we haven't. We should do that. Um, but yeah, so so Life is Strange 2 is a, is a thing that's coming out. Um, also, Evangelion VR. Yeah. Which, that sounds amazing. Because I, I think that Gundams are are perfect for, for what VR is and what it can be. Um, and I think that... I, 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 would, I would personally love to see that. I'm, I'm curious, like... Like how much money would you? Okay, so that we're we're showing on the on the video version. Mm -hmm. It's like a complete setup. You've got a chair. You've got joysticks on each hand. You're you're in a seat that I hope rumbles. I would hope so. And I would I would I would love to see uh, this. And also I I thought of something else. We were talking last week about um about the idea of having um of having like events mm -hmm. for VR where you could sit there and look look around and then. Uh, it occurred to me that at some point this is going to happen. Yeah. There's going to be a live event. Somebody's going to knock over a camera and like literal thousands of people <laughs> might fall on the floor, might vomit. Like, I don't know what's going to happen because uh, I've heard some stories yeah. about people who were demoing and like they're, they're maneuvering or something and then they like lose connection with the camera. Somebody yeah. walks in front of them or something and all of a sudden they just pitch over yeah. and like how completely disorienting that is. The more so, the further you are into it. Yeah. So if you've got, if you've got something this crazy that ends like that that could be I don't think it'll happen with a concert though uh, uh, no, 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 I'm, I'm not I'm not saying where it's going to happen but at some point there's going to be a massive camera malfunction really with a yeah. camera falling down and it's going to really yeah. screw over a bunch of people that's true I mean I've never I've never seen it at a concert that I've been to mm -hmm. and let's see since what 99 or so maybe even before that mm-hmm like every I mean, concert that I've been to has small has multiple cameras, right? So except for like, but every every large venue concert, I mean, right? But so, yeah. Um, yeah, if you're doing like some local show at like Trees or something, and some yeah, that could happen. Yeah, well, I mean, the the bigger the venue, you have you have more options to like lower the camera, which is the better yeah. idea. But somebody somebody's going to screw that or just up. Put it at the sound. Booth. It's going to be bad. You put it a tripod at the sound booth and just go from there because no one gets near the sound booth. You get in the sound booth, you're gonna have you're gonna have a bad time. So yeah, um, Ubisoft kind of prefaced E3 because like they, they, they have an E3 going on yeah um, but they kind of laid out their their plans for the rest of this year uh, we know we're getting the crew too mm -hmm. which the crew was one of those games that they were like yeah it's coming be ex please get excited and then <laughs> nobody did uh, that I know of like you, you can drive everywhere but yeah but uh, okay so so they talked about uh, the crew 2 is coming yeah. Assassin's Creed is in ancient Egypt confirmed kind of the rumors that we've heard so far um, and it's it's coming at the end of this year. Yeah. Um, we have South Park gets a, a new release date. So October. 
precisely one year and one month after the original release date, which I, I pre-ordered. And I, I pre-ordered got. it. Didn't get it obviously, but I got I got Stick of Truth because right, um, of because of that. I don't know why that's still not available for individual purchase. I don't know. That does not make at this point, any sense. At this point, it should be it should be available. Um, unless they're still trying to do it with that to be exclusive to the pre-order, I don't know. But um, that's that's why you pre-order these things when they're like, "Hey, we'll give you the previous game if you pre-order it." That's why I pre-ordered it digitally because I got to pre-order it. I got to play Stick of Truth again. Uh, I, the game hasn't even come out. They canceled my pre-order because they were like, "Oh, we don't know when the game is going to come out." So right. PlayStation cancels my pre-order, but I still have I still have Stick of Truth. You can't run it. I haven't ran. Oh crap! I haven't tried to run it in a while. Mm-hmm. I it guess expired. I'm gonna go pri- go do it again then. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. Um, and then they also I they also something. They yeah. <laughs> um, and then they they also had Far Cry Five, which I'm excited about because we had we had three Blood Dragon, four Primal, yeah. which was bigger than than a lot of people expected. Yeah. But, um, bigger but than it should have been too. <laughs> Did you you played? You yeah. Played, yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, so, so that's the thing. But Far Cry Five, uh, we believe, is going to be in the U.S., possibly in Man- Montana. Uh, the the numbered games have been like current. Yes. And so uh, there there were a lot of rumors uh, just based on based on some random things that didn't actually have anything to do with each other, but the internet loves to connect stuff. So they were like, oh, it's a, it's a Western. And that actually came up in Ubisoft's financial report where somebody was talking about, well, are you worried about the competition from Red Dead Redemption 2? And, and the, it, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't Eve's, but, but the person in charge of the, of the financial was like, no, it's, it's not a Western. That's, that's rumor. Please don't, don't worry about that and stay off of NeoGAF. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that that was picked up by like some some of the bigger like VG twenty four seven picked it up mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, no, this is this is not a story, this is not news until you have something to back it up. Even so if that's it was, that's why you wait until Schreier says it. When yeah. Schreier says it, you believe it. Even if it was, um, I don't think it would cannibalize. I mean, I, I don't think it would. It the the Western market is not a market. Okay, the the op- the open world the open world third person do whatever I want market hmm. over here versus the first person open world do whatever I want is actually a different market. Counterpoint. Yeah. Battleborn. Yeah. Battleborn died because both first person. Okay. Both over the top character based champion based shooters. Okay. Not okay. Case in point: Far Cry. Okay. Just cause. Mm-hmm. They play completely different. Yeah, and they're completely one, and different. One sold outrageously well. The other one succeeded. Far, but Just Cause has never been a, been a giant seller. Okay. I think that the the two different. They may be similar worlds, but the play style, the story, the the everything about it is going to be completely different. Right, but for people for people who are less tuned in than we are, I feel like Western could be something because because if if there are two yeah that are westerns, I don't think pe- people are going to drill down that far. I think I think a casual person might not, but I think and they're and they're going to go for the name that they've heard, and 
Frankly, Red, Red Dead. Dead Redemption is the one that Red Dead at that point. For the casual, yeah. I get it. For yeah. for for non-casual, because I'm like I'm like those are completely different things. But right. I'm not thinking and, of the and, casual and people. Ubisoft is throwing out the net as far as they can, and yeah. so it it was a valid question if it was a western, but yeah. it's not. So this this whole conversation was a waste of your time. Exactly. But um, video games are also kind of a <laughs> anyway. It's next a good, up we have uh, we have waste, we have though. Fallen Legion, yeah. which is which is coming out for the PS4 and Vita. Uh, they're going to be slightly different games. And have you have you did I talk to you about how they're different? We talked a little bit about this. Okay, okay, been, yeah. So uh, they they are actually completely different games. Same storyline. Uh, what was it? Uh, what was the the game that um, Nintendo split up into three parts? Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. They, yeah. they they had like different families and stuff. Yeah. So in this on on the PS, excuse me, the PS4, you play like the embattled princess mm-hmm. who's like trying to protect her kingdom. Yeah. On the Vita, we get to play as the antagonist from the other story, See, and we're trying to take over the kingdom. And that's cool. That I like, sounds awesome. I like that you get to play as the antagonist. Yeah. I like that you get to see the story from a completely different perspective, not yeah. just another protagonist's perspective. Yeah. And making because anytime you make the antagonist um, relatable in where you understand at least why they're doing what they're exactly. doing, exactly, that makes great. such a better story. And this this is this is one of the reasons that I'm excited about it because uh, like some of the screenshots, the Vita version doesn't look nearly as good. However, yeah, in motion, and and I, I reached out to them about it, and I was like, mm, this this doesn't really look that great. However, um, the the they they actually leaked um, and I, I retweeted this. They actually uh, sent me a trailer of the Vita version, and in motion it yeah. looks fine. Okay. The the screenshots look kind of eh, a bit chibi, yeah. but in in motion it looks fine. It looks, okay. uh, we we reached out to them, and it's. I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping that they'll send us codes uh, because we we talked to them about that, and. Uh, I'm really hopeful about this game. I'm really excited for for them to be to be putting something on the Vita, yeah. and I'll I'll probably buy it either way. But I would You're I would like I would like to I would like for this to be a mm-hmm. game that I can that I can put forward, um, yeah. especially like uh, the art style reminds me enough of Vanillaware, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of what they were going yeah. for. And Vanillaware stuff is just beautiful. Yeah. And if they've done that and they've created a a, a protagonist antagonist relationship like the one you were talking about. This could be the best Vita game of the year. Could be. It could be. So we'll see. But but I will keep you up to date on that, and we'll let you know if we're going to be able to have a preview. Uh, both games are coming out on July twenty fifth, so we've still got a little bit of time. And uh, yeah, so we we could. I could not be able to talk about this in a week or two if they sent me codes. <laughs> so that's exciting. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, over on the eShop, Disgaea Five, yeah. which is that game where you go into teacups and create. And find worlds and stuff, as opposed to the uh, as opposed to prey, where you go into teacups. Or you well, that's a, a teacup. that's a different that's a that's a very different kind of teacup interaction. I don't know if you hear about a game that has two teacups in it. I'm messing with you. Yeah, <laughs> but this this is when you like jump into a teacup and find the teacup world, yeah. rather than just yeah. stabbing the teacup and hitting it with a wrench. <laughs> So there's there, there's some differences between the two series, but yeah. Yes, so uh, Disgaea Five is the the demo is now on the Switch mm-hmm. and and I, for something for something like this that is that is uh, it's it's one of the like because like Final Fantasy you like you recognize that mm-hmm. name, uh, but there 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 are a lot of series like like E series like the Fates Italia series mm-hmm. like uh, like Disgaea that are that are far enough outside that yeah. 
you need a demo to let people know what it is they're getting into. Yeah. We've, we've talked about our interactions with Neo and how excited we are about that. Um, yeah. So, uh, Xbox kind of stealth released a little <laughs> a little bonus thing that you can do now? Yeah, so... Have you gotten to try it yet? I haven't gotten to try it yet. Right. Um, a lot of this deals with uh, the, the upcoming um, update that they wanted to, and their you know, stealth update. Um to create your own uh, tournaments, mm-hmm. to create as opposed to having to have some sanctioned thing, uh, right. you can create a tournament. You can invite people into the tournament. Um, but the cool thing that they didn't talk about until this is the party chat. Mm-hmm. So party Which, chat's been a thing, and it, and it used to it used to be something that you would snap back and forth between. Yes. but you need you needed to to kind of step out of the yeah. game to do it, and this is allowing you to do it a lot more. Naturally, to, to visually uh, to visually represent this, uh, because part, party chat, like you said previously, you'd have to you'd have to go back, um, you'd have to go into another screen. Now they've they've really they're really trying not to have to snap anything, right? Because that's you know they uh, they've they basically <laughs> we taken, told you that before yeah, you launched. We we took a lot of this. They took a lot of this functionality where they're like, oh, people don't really want to do that. So party chat now is uh, a very discreet, subtle uh, thing in the corner, which it should be, yeah. has a little uh, speaker next to it, and so as soon as someone talks, the speaker starts to light up. Yeah. Uh, a very natural, and a very natural way for your brain to to know who's talking, and then learn people. Well, the, the, the visual cues remind me very much of whenever you're trying to do like a group thing on Skype. Yeah. Which makes sense because Skype is owned by Microsoft yeah. and integrated into the app. And yeah. so it makes sense that they would take a lot of the cues from that and kind of make it mm-hmm. more universal. So if you're if you're familiar with video chat on Skype and or audio chat and how it has the different light-ups and things, this will be something that's yeah. very familiar to you. Yeah. And frankly, it's intuitive enough that it works even if you're not familiar with it. Even if you're not, you're gonna so, yeah. you're gonna get it, which I think is cool if if um, it helps when you get into a party with multiple people that you don't know, <laughs> and you're in party chat with them, and you see like three or four names. Someone says something, you don't have to ask. You know, if you know the person, you're gonna uh, you're gonna real remember their voice. Right. But you're playing Overwatch or something, and you have three or four people playing with you. Yeah. It's nice to be able to immediately know who it was that that burped into the microphone or whatever they're doing. Right, and and just just as a tip, if mm-hmm. you're if you're playing Overwatch and you're saying I need healing, mm-hmm. tell me who you are. Yeah, because. I don't know that that's Junkrat that needs healing, yeah. unless you say unless you say Junkrat needs healing, or you say ah, I need a healer. That one I know, yeah. but I'm not going to be looking around trying to don't don't do yeah. that. Speaking speaking of Overwatch, um, <laughs> so three new arena maps yeah. are coming uh, Tuesday as part of as part of their anniversary celebration, which I can't believe that game's a year old. I'm I can't like, believe it's a year old either. Yeah. yeah. So, so we've got we've got three new arena maps in Eichenwald, Temple of Anubis, and Dorado. Um, we also have next weekend, the 26th to the 29th, they're going to do another free weekend. So do that. Yep. Um, and so they say that these are arena maps. Yeah. So I think that it will be very much like uh, like the 1v1, 3v3 uh, ice world map thingies yeah. that we have. Which I think will work. Right. Which, which are very, 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 very well. compact, very... Uh, Tightly wound, yeah. and so um, those are not necessarily my favorite scenarios sure. to play. But but I like it. I enjoy watching uh, individual. I like watching those yeah. matches. You 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 prefer the objective maps? Yeah, very, very much. I, so. I do too. I do so too. Um, I'm 
I, I like uh, so for, also for the uh, for the one year anniversary they're also going to come out with a um, uh, with a game of the year edition which, which <laughs> don't bother don't bother um, uh, because the there's the, not not enough in here to justify it in my opinion yeah the the game of the year edition is just uh, some loot that you would have gotten otherwise yep and play for just, like a week yeah and you you'll, you'll, you'll get that yeah this, it's it's a couple of skins so I I can appreciate the game of the year edition is a is a highlighted thing but i mean they're they're rolling out free dlc we all get access to the dlc mm-hmm. that doesn't actually give us anything it does so but you know who keeps giving us stuff mm. netflix they do yeah they do master of none season two you should watch it also they're going to give us some some witcher oh right that news the that news, news that we're actually talking about <laughs> the news that we're talking about <laughs> so um they there have been talks about witcher becoming a tv series or a movie for quite a while and netflix uh is where they're going to partner with that the writer of the uh witcher novels is going to be uh, involved in this right very happy about that the interesting bit and i i uh, forgot to put that in my notes, but the interesting bit is that the studio who made this cinematic you're watching right now, if you're watching the video, mm-hmm. and a lot the, of the other the cinematics, that is the studio that is uh, start that has started to work on this, and may not be the only studio. And the director, yeah, and the director. So, it, a lot of people are wondering: Is this going to be uh, CGI? Are we? Are we getting a Witcher? Have we reached that point? Yeah, yeah have we reached that point? Which, well, if I mean, you look at the visuals on this, it's. It, I think that it's it's good enough to hold up. Absolutely, and and uh, I mean, Netflix has been giving us. I mean, they gave us anime with Knights of Sidonia. Yeah. They, they, there's been a couple of other ones. That's the only one that's really worth watching. Yeah. But like, they've given us some cartoon stuff with like sure. the Voltron thing, and CGI has gotten cheap enough that I feel like that they could do mm-hmm. that. They that they have, and I mean. Netflix has the money because everyone on the planet yes. sends them ten dollars yes. a month, which, yeah. Um, the other interesting thing about this is you were talking about how this is going to be made with the creator of the yeah. novels. Yeah. Um, so so it was it was games. it was a series of right, and the <laughs> yeah. the story is going to follow that too. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be really fun. Um, and I've I've owned The Witcher three for a long time. Yeah. It's just one of those that I've I've played a little bit of. And never got never got around to like really getting invested in it, but if I play if I play a series mm-hmm. or if I watch a series and get invested in the world and the characters and I understand more of the lore that I'm I'm looking yeah, at that I'm experiencing, yeah. this could be something that moves me into that space and be ready to play the game. And and if so, awesome because yeah. the 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 lore, the characters, the mm-hmm. world looks phenomenal. Yeah. I just I just I'm I'm all for it. My my worry is. Um, there are people who, and I, and I would I would venture to say a a the majority of people, okay, who if they see, oh this is a new series on Netflix and it's animated, that there is a good amount of people who will go, mm, not interested. I think that there's enough there's enough people in the gaming community, especially the hardcore gamers, the the Witcher fans, who will be okay with this. But if you're trying to appeal to a wider audience, like the wider net you were talking about, mm-hmm. I think that if you want to to do that, I think it should be live action. I can I can appreciate that, but at the same time, um, the the molding mm-hmm. of of CG with live action is something that I think could actually be more difficult for them to get right mm-hmm. than it would be for them to get a CG All part right. CG, yeah. The other thing is that it's Netflix. Yeah. 
Like they, 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 they're like HBO. They don't care who watched vinyl. They don't care that nobody watched vinyl. They now get to put on there. You know, we we made a, a series with yep. whoever was involved in that. I don't even remember, but it was a big name. They're coming out with new series like every other week. Yeah, and it's awesome. And some and, of, and some of them are some for of me, them are some good. are not. Um, and Kimmy like, Schmidt's out. <sighs> Kimmy Schmidt's awesome. And like I think I'm the only person who watches BoJack Horseman, and they're making another. They keep making seasons for me. Yeah, I mean that's cool. Uh, BoJack Horseman's a thing. <laughs> they, uh, I was at GameStop yesterday, and they have they have BoJack Horseman um, toys. That is I thought that awesome. was really cool. I didn't realize that, but uh, I don't know. I just I feel like if they want to go wider net, I think this is a series that that would do so well. Uh, I mean, I'm not putting it up there with like. Um, uh, with the Wheel of Time series or anything, mm-hmm. but if you want to le- really legitimize that the this pro this um, you know product, if you really want to legitimize that IP, I think it would really help. I don't the the major difference and and okay the the last bit is Destiny. Mm-hmm. So if you if you've watched this far and you don't care about this and you don't care about Destiny, then you, you turn us off now. But we're we're gonna go a little bit deeper into these two topics. Okay, so the thing about this. Mm-hmm. And the, the major difference is, yeah. like, whenever you do Wheel of Time, you have to do the Wheel of Time story. Yeah. When you're doing the Gunslinger, yeah. you need to do the Gunslinger sure. story. Sure. With this, mm-hmm. you can do the world. Yeah. You don't you don't have to do one of these stories. Like with, like with a Star Wars game, you don't have to do a story from but the... But the Witcher's all... Uh, what's his name? Geralt? Geralt, whatever. Yeah, it's all right. him. So you're doing one of his stories... Why not do all? I mean, right, but he's but he's also been going for however many hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to follow a story that is that is already canon. You can take you can take the character, mm-hmm. you can take that character, put him in another setting, yeah, and and do it with the world because the world itself is interesting enough and well fleshed out enough that you can do that. That's true. I would agree with that. I just I feel Where, like whereas well, with Wheel of Time, there's like however many. Dozens of characters sure. that you have to do. No, I agree. And so, I, I I think I think that this is is fairly unrestricted in in what they'll be able to do with it. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking I'll forward. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to watch it. I just I'm wanting them. I'm wanting them to be very successful. Yeah. Because Witcher deserves that success. Mm-hmm. They've gotten more and more successful as the different games have come out, um, and I think that I think it deserves that uh, that spotlight on them. And I think that stepping up the game from here would really help. Well, the the other advantage that it has is if they do it well, yeah. word of mouth can spread. And like we like we already discussed, go everybody has Netflix, yeah. and so it's it's accessible yeah. to virtually anyone. It is. And also, then, also I saw the yeah. the best Netflix login screen. Oh, what's that? It was oh, it was person that. person who pays for the account. Parasite one, Parasite two, Parasite three. <laughs> It's and true. I thought that was great. It's true because that's how that works. Yep. All right. Um, so there was a big Destiny Two reveal yeah. gameplay event. We didn't get invited. We did not get invited. Um, which, eh, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm good. So I played. I played Destiny for about the first um, year. Uh, my my big problem with a lot of this is that uh, Destiny was supposed to have a ten year plan. Yep. That means Destiny One was supposed to have a ten-year plan of, yes. of continued updates and and DLC and the community. <coughs> and Destiny Two is coming out. 
Um, yeah, there, there's a lot of, um, you know, I think, I don't think that it's going to be bad. I just have some, some, I don't know, some animosity towards it because I guess if you're a hardcore Destiny player, then you're okay, but all your gear's gone, which I right. guess is similar in MMOs. When you get to the next uh, next expansion, hmm. all your gear's crap anyway, so might as well update. Right. So I think that uh, part of it is similar to that, but essentially, what basically everything that you've done really doesn't matter anymore. You're going to get new gear. Right. Um, I, I'm hoping they've said that this is going to be concentrating more on the story, which I'm very happy about. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the part that is confusing to me. And I'll tell you why. Is that this is going on Battle.net. Yep. And PC. Yep. And all of those are good things, except if you're on Battle.net, mm-hmm. why don't you have cross-save? If Ooh. I'm playing on my PS4 uh-huh. and I want to play on my PC, uh-huh. why can't I cross-save? It's on Battle.net. We don't, we don't know that you can't. They said that you can't. We know that you can't. They said that, you, that there is, they have no plans of doing, of doing that. It is going to be if you're on another PS4, okay. If you're on another PC, okay. But it's irritating to me. Yeah, go go check because I I was watching some uh, stuff on that. Okay. Yeah. So if you have PS4, then your thing that that's all you do, then that's fine. But you can't go from if you want to go over to your friend's house and play on the Xbox, you can't bring your character onto that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No cross save between PC and console. Yep. Doesn't um, make sense because this is Battle.net. This is Battle.net. Okay, I'm gonna repeat that again. This is Battle.net. They're keeping their for the past what 20 years. Blizzard has been oh after so Diablo 2 onward. They're like oh you're you're playing an MMO. You're playing a an online game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's saved on our servers. You can whenever you log into your account, you grab it. That's all you do. Diablo Diablo 2. This Diablo One, and the reason they did this is because people would hack Diablo One. Your uh, your character was on your PC. Diablo mm-hmm. Two onward. If you're playing any Blizzard online games, StarCraft doesn't really count because it's procedural or whatever. Uh, not procedural, but you know, it's it's you're starting from scratch every time. But Diablo Two, your character is is on their uh, their system. Diablo Three, it's on their system. Now Diablo Three, I bet. Um, Diablo three, but you're looking to see if it's if it's yeah, it's not. There, and that's bullshit. Okay, but what I, your 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 point was that they, that they've created and they've they've allowed this mm-hmm. in so many other iterations for the past twenty years, right? But Diablo three, what is is the big one that came to console? You, I mean, if you if you start if you start a game on on Overwatch, yeah. You go back and forth. You you Diablo those 3 are wasn't different. planned for console. Diablo 3 was planned for PC and then they were like, "Oh yeah, we should probably put this on some consoles." Okay, Overwatch came out on both at the same time. Right. And they didn't have cross save. So I they had cross save on. No. That. This is all bullshit. So what <laughs> I'm saying the what I'm, what I'm saying yeah. is that you should have been mad a lot before now. I'm mad a lot you're all retroactively upset. Yes. Okay. So while while he deals with that, now um, I'm going to tell you. Process. Yes. Process your feelings. Mm. I'm going to run through kind of the news, the actual news that we got. Um, clans have been integrated into the actual game itself. Mm-hmm. Like you get to have uh, like clan tags and stuff like that. Whereas before, clans, uh, the the way that they described clans was, I, I believe they said something about like it's it's like a second friends list or something. Yep. Which it's your guild chat kind of okay, thing. right? But it, yeah. it it wasn't it wasn't uh, 
integrated into the game. Correct. And um, so, I don't know how that wasn't a thing. <laughs> and then uh, guided games for the clanless, which means that you can you can be connected to a clan without actually having to join it, which I think is cool. You don't you don't have to commit to a clan, but you can you can like. Uh, you can be an ancillary companion, so that if the guild doesn't have enough people, they can be like, "Well, who else is online that we that we've played with that our guild or that our clan vouches for?" Which I think makes sense when when it comes to, um, which I think a lot of other MMOs and stuff need to do this because if you're in a clan but you have friends who are in another clan, I mean, if you're if you're friendly, yeah. you should be be honored by that clan and you know like yeah. that, that you could. You know, go and run with their guild or whatever. I think yeah. that's really cool. I, I, I like that yeah. idea. Um, so, and it also it also allows people because I don't I don't like playing with people, <laughs> but in in Destiny I would need to. And yeah. and like the thing is that with with Destiny, if everybody's not pulling their weight, you are screwed. But uh, yeah, <laughs> so so we'll see we'll see how that works. Uh, one of the big things that they were talking about is you don't have to go to orbit to get to to get to various things, yeah. which was a big thing because the load times are substantial, especially on console. Um, so they said that the worlds themselves will be much larger. Mm -hmm. There will be a lot more room to explore and find. Yeah. What's down here, yeah. which I think will be cool. They didn't they didn't get to see that at the at the live demo or whatever, but. Uh, yeah, I, I think that that would have been like because they had to take time away from making the game to create this demo. So, I'm that that would be problematic if you were giving us half of a world. But that sounds a lot. That yeah. sounds very interesting to me. Um, the PvP has updated to a four v four match. Before there were only three v three matches. Mm -hmm. um, launches on Battle.net, like we said. Yep. Um, there's going to be a beta later this year. You can get early access with a pre-order. The game is coming out September 8th for console. We don't have a release date for PC yet. My guess is that it'll come out a few months later when they decide to fix the bugs. Well, I mean, they've decided Just to fix the bugs, but... When they decide they're going to work on the bugs. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and so some, some of the more, more gameplay things, yeah. which I didn't understand this nearly as much, so maybe you can help sure. me out with this. Um, so before they had like a primary secondary weapon yep. um, and now they have a, a kinetic weapon which is like bullets, energy weapon and a power weapon slots yep. and so it gives you a lot more versatility yes. and uh, before you would want to be like well I want I'm I going want an environment I want an environmental weapon on my primary yeah and that was like the the holy grail of, of stuff yeah. but this this allows you to have a lot more variety with your build it, yes. but there's there are, there are penalties for switching so you okay. you want to you want to kind of stick with your main weapon yeah and then you know you enter a new battle and then you switch to power weapons yeah um also grenade launchers yes i want grenade more of a thing i want i want to i could i could do that because i can lob grenades yeah there like was junk junk rat yeah. is actually one of my higher accuracy characters oh really with yeah. grenades yeah yeah, so there was a, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, but I'm pretty sure it was, there's only one in the original Destiny, maybe two now, because I haven't played in a while. If it was like a very special item to mm -hmm. get it, it wasn't It wasn't like a normal thing. Right, and and now it's it's more of a, a mainstream. Yeah, because there were like rocket launcher kind of esque things, but, right. but not grenade launchers. So I think overall there's a lot of positivity in this. I, I just have... I have reservations. Oh yeah, and a lot of them being, if you had a ten-year plan, why am I paying 
for a Destiny uh, 2. I can, I can pretty easily lay you out for that with a link. Okay, so maybe a year, year and a half ago, uh, Jason Schreier did like a long form 10 page thing about all of the issues that they have with the engine that they were using yeah. for Destiny 1. And whenever, I mean, they, they would, most of the time we've reached a point now where game development happens mm -hmm. pretty much 24 hours a day. Because Destiny was was made in an engine uh, that that had a lot of counterbalancing systems mm -hmm. that was that was necessary to make a game that looked that good on older console generations. Yeah, they had to they had to actually set it up and re-render the whole thing every single time. Uh. So their studio shut down at night. Nobody's studio shuts down yeah, they, at night. Yeah, most of them. Yeah. And, and like one of the one of the beautiful things about working in games is that you can like kind of make your own schedule. Mm -hmm. But everybody had to be on days, everybody had to be working this schedule, and they're like, Have you have you not finished your work for today or are you in the middle of the yeah. project? Well you better shut it down. And so the development cycle was really difficult for them to mm -hmm. get everything in. So they're they're switching over to a new engine that is much more moldable, mm -hmm. much much quicker to update. Yeah. And they don't have to do that anymore. Sure. And they're no longer hampered by having to work with an engine that needed to work on old consoles. Yeah. That's also part of the reason that they can move it to PC now. Mm -hmm. Which I which I'm I'm all about. I, I Oh yeah, that, yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. So the uh, last two DLCs were thirty dollars and forty dollars respectively. Okay. Why not just give me another forty dollar DLC? Instead and and make this the DLC instead. Instead of spending sixty dollars, give me the, give me it for forty. Because because you, you can't have you can't have spent one hundred and fifty dollars on this game so far. Right. And now you're gonna scrap all of that. We're gonna mm -hmm. do Destiny two. None of the stuff that you did matters anymore. Right. When they could have brought it all over, they're choosing not to because they want an extra twenty bucks. I really don't think. I really don't think that that's the issue because I, I think it's I think it's more about being able to let go of some of the mistakes mm -hmm. and be able to to move on with a, with a fresh start sure. for Destiny Two not not only for the players but for the de for the devs as well. Yeah, I agree. Because that's why they, World they, of Warcraft did that. World of Warcraft switch engine, switched engines twice. Right, but they kept going. Yeah, but you can't you can't do that nearly as easily on console. Like you, you could you could keep your you could keep your gear and stuff, but they're also trying to get in because how many how many times have you heard? Oh yeah, Destiny was terrible at the beginning, but now it's better. Yeah. I mean that's that's, that's like any MMO. Right, right. But they, I, I, I feel like the the initial Destiny launch was toxic enough. Yeah. That it kept people away and be being able to say Destiny two. Everybody gets to start on a somewhat level playing field, For and I think wise, I think yeah. that was necessary because the Destiny community is is hardcore. They're committed. They have spreadsheets everywhere. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. want to do spreadsheets. I don't want to either. So how long <laughs> but, do you think it'd be before the Division Two gets to be a thing? <laughs> Talk about bad taste in someone's mouth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think we'll get one. I don't think so either. No. <laughs> We're here with the topic of the episode show, the weekly topic uh, where we give you a topic and then mm -hmm. you tell us what your thoughts on that are and we tell right. you what our thoughts on that are. So this week uh, I decided, it, it, 
I want to do this as a two-parter. Sure. I want to I want to do what game coming out this year are we most excited about right now before the E3 thing comes, and then I want to see if they can sell us on something else by the sure. time E3 ends or solidify our choices. Sure. Which one it's going to be? Yeah. Because E3 used to be a thing where where they would tell you what's coming out next year, <laughs> and they've gotten better to some extent about about giving us information on games that are coming out soon mm -hmm. except sony which loves to give us information about games that are coming out in 2020 which as we're recording this is 2017 and i'm actually talking about the 2016 e3 yeah which nobody knows when death stranding is coming out but there are definitely people working on it in an italian restaurant man i can't wait <laughs> that game that game is and the people attached to that game mm -hmm. like People who are not gamers, some of our friends like Marisa and others, like yeah, yeah. I, I've got friends that are not gamers, and they heard there's a there's a game with uh, with um, you know, Mads Mikkelsen, Mads Mikkelsen and, and what's his Diego face? Toro. Well, what, I, I'm spacing on the guy's Darryl. name. The Daryl, yeah, yeah. I'm spacing on uh, Norman like, Reedus. Norman Reedus. You got all these people in the game, and you're like. Wait, okay, wait, when is this coming out? What is it about? And I'm like, I don't know. We don't no, know. No, what is it Nobody about? Knows. I, don't I don't know. I don't care about spoilers. No, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. so. It's, it's tricky. But for this year, the game that I'm most excited about is Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm -hmm. uh, Red Dead, to this day, you can jump in, play Red Dead. It's, it's, the, the, the world is so lived in. It, it, it's as close to Westworld as we have right now, where right. you can jump in, be a cowboy, do the things. Mm -hmm. You you you're you're not only the cowboy, but you're the you're the the best. I mean, you you might not be renowned for being the best completely. Well, but you get to do bullet bullet time. You get to do bullet time. You get to um, you know hunt to an extent. Uh, you have random encounters, so you you'll have weird stages. You get to ride encounters. lady mules. You get to ride lady. You get yeah. You um <laughs> you get to play poker. Uh, yeah, there, there's. there's 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 a lot to it. The um, story's amazing. The world is amazing, and for a for a, a world that has such a vast uh, landscape, I found myself riding around. And I use quick travel a lot, but I found myself a lot of times not using quick travel because there's so much to do in the game. And the vo the the dialogue. If you're in a mission where you're like, "Hey, we need to go over to such and such farmhouse," and whatever, you're like, "Okay." And as you're going, it's not. I'm bored. I'm riding. You have this amazing dialogue happening between them that fills in the world, fills in yeah. the, the the story of and why why you're going to do this, yeah. and and that that keeps it because the quests the quests can be kind of samey fetch mm -hmm. quests, and that's one of the big problems with open worlds is like they they fill them out by giving you extra stuff to do, but in in giving you that kind of dialogue that that back and forth conversation. You you get more of a sense of, of why we're doing what yeah. we're doing, and and if they if that's something that they continue to do in in uh, Red Dead Two, which in GTA Five you have kind of same the same thing, thing. Yeah. and the, the phone conversations and all that kind of stuff, and so if as we presume that's mm -hmm. something that they're bringing in, that's that is absolutely a game to be excited about. Completely worth it. Um, mine is Shadow of War. Yeah, because Shadow of Mordor was. Awesome. It was. I, I, I love. I love Tolkien, the mm -hmm. world. Yeah. Um, I love the combat style of Batman. Yep. I love the climbing from assassins, <laughs> which works when you're not in a city. Yep. <laughs> like that. Like I when when. Yeah. It makes I, you feel any better. Zelda is just as annoying sometimes because if you go up to a wall that you could climb and you're at pointing in that direction, uh, uh, I'm like, no, 
no, no, down, down, boy, down. <laughs> but but yeah, so so that that game was awesome, um, and I'm also looking forward to it because uh, this is this is going to bring us back to like Minas Tirith and and more the 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 Gondor side of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and I think that it'll be interesting to see how that plays out because um, because you didn't you didn't kill Sauron yeah. at the end of the yeah. first one, and the nemesis Spoiler system, the nemesis system in in Shadow of Mordor. Was, was was so am- awesome. was amazing, uh, and and still nobody's done it because it takes it takes a while for those things to come. I feel like next year yeah. is when we might see somebody else do it because to integrate something that that clever yeah. is going to be something that you would have to do from the ground up. Yeah, and and remarkable. the reason the reason that they were able to turn around and do this on Shadow of War is they made it. They already had the system ready. <laughs> I, I know I've told this story before, but but I had a a an orc that I thought I killed because I threw him off of a cliff. Yeah. But because I didn't decapitate him, he showed up later on, and literally zoom in, and he says, "You thought you could throw me off that hard place and then get rid of me?" And I'm like, he remembered like not that he remembered Wait. me. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your first thought is, well, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of did. It was cause, probably cause three, I... four hundred feet, <laughs> and I and I grabbed you and I threw you off. I thought you were dead, um, but the fact that he not only did he remember me, but he remembered how I attempted to do it. Like one of them, I burned, yeah. and then he he thought he he said something similar of like, you yeah. know, you burned me that last time or whatever. And I'm like, there was uh, my favorite one was um, was I had one that I had that I had headshotted with my bow. Mm-hmm. And so he came back with with uh, only one eye and like this massive like scarring oh, cool. all around his eye, and That's I was cool. like, "That is awesome!" <laughs> and like to to create those and 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 again, this is this is something like there are lots of worlds where we kill. They're not faceless, but they're basically anonymous henchmen sure. and all these kind of things. Like in 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 any game with combat, you're going to rack up a body count. Yeah. And and Shadow of War made it feel special yeah. in a way that no other game really had. Yeah. And then, uh, so so now you're going to have like, you're going to have an, a nemesis system that's even more built up. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with that. Um, I enjoyed just running around and doing combat because yeah. the Arkham style of combat is, is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And it makes that that style of, of combat mm-hmm. makes video game fights make sense. Yeah. Because, like, uh, whenever you watch a kung fu movie and they're coming one at a time, it's like, yeah, but what about that guy that's just standing back there swinging <laughs> the nunchucks around threateningly? Yeah. But in this, it's like, oh, well, that's because you're moving faster than everybody else. And I, I also love uh, whenever you... Uh, Whenever you touch it just right, and you're doing massive like roll, stab, roll like forty feet away, stab the next one, yeah. jump over the other one, and and like it's it's just fun and like yeah. it's very difficult at first, but eventually you feel like such a bad. You get in the groove. Uh, Batman games are the exact same. I mean, it's the same kind of combat, right? But, but you get into a groove, so it's not only not only do you feel like the characters amazing but you're amazing as the character yeah. so that's really cool um we had chris white comment mm-hmm. and well this goes back to, to your answer he said i'm super excited for red dead redemption 2 rockstar doesn't put out tons of games but the one they do are usually very well crafted and fun and that's that's one of the things is like with rockstar you know what you're getting yeah and it's it's going to be a quality well fleshed out game and they they've they've been sitting on this property for a while now yeah. and so when whenever it comes time to reveal it we we know that the quality we're going to get is is going to be fantastic yeah. um and so i'm hoping that after e3 my answer will be child of light 2 because god i want them to make hopefully, another one they hopefully. said they said they were going to make more stuff yeah. and then they gave us a little story with a rat yeah 
I liked the story with a rap, but give me the next game. My, my honorary mention would have been um, Mario Odyssey. Because mm-hmm. Mario Odyssey is going to be great. Yes. I know. I know it's going to be fun. I know it's a game that that uh, I'm. What my one of my favorite Mario games of all time is Mario sixty four, mm-hmm. and uh, Mario Galaxy kind of continued the the three D wonder of Mario in a three D world that worked. Yeah. And I think that this will probably be the next Mario sixty four. Um, so at that point, I'm like, okay, well, why isn't that your favorite game? Because I I already know basically what I'm getting at the, on this game. Red Dead, I don't know. I and in that wonder of not knowing the story and not knowing everything that I'm going to dig into, that's amazing. Yeah, because Mario, the the gameplay is going to be amazing. Yeah, but the the. St- the story's not going to be a surprise. I mean, you pretty much know the story at this point. <laughs> yeah. So, Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Kevin. I'm Patrick. And the main quest this week is we're going to talk about the, the arms and quasi-Splatoon stuff that came out from yeah. Nintendo Switch. And uh, just kind of talk about how, how all that went down, our thoughts on that, because it it was interesting. I'm I'm still not I'm still not completely sold on arms. I'm 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 not sold on arms, but I'm more sold than I was. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm you're you're less not sold. I'm definitely less not sold than I was. <laughs> uh, arms initially when they when they showed it, I thought, okay, this is Wii boxing. This is an upgraded version of Wii boxing that has some but cool with power ups launchers. and rocket launchers and its power. But the but at its core, I'm like, okay. This is kind of Wii Boxing, which was yeah. a fun game, but it was a fun pack-in Wii Sports game. Yeah. And I kept, and I still would like a Wii Sports on this. I would like a a Switch Sports, if you will. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, that's trademarked now, so Nintendo, you got to pay me. Um, so Nintendo Switch Sports, Switch Sports, uh, which will have boxing and tennis and all that because they're the motion controls playing uh, one two switch. Mm-hmm. Some of the motion controls in there are really cool. The vibration's really cool. It's a really cool tech demo that shouldn't have been fifty dollars. So my favorite was still the, the that was the samurai. You, psych, catching. you psyching me out. Yeah, I was I was good at that one, <laughs> but. Uh, so uh, arms they did the initial discussion about that we were like okay we get it you, it's still boxing you still have power ups right but now with the new more reveal about about the game you're gonna have like games within it other than punching people right you have volleyball esque um, games I, I like I like the uh, they also had one where you're trying to knock where you're trying to take out targets and yeah. like you and your opponent are against each other and you can hit your opponent too. That looks that looks pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the variety of characters, and I think I think that's the thing that kind of brings this to to another level. Yeah. Is like the 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 Twinel or whatever. I think that's her name. The yeah. the, the long hair yeah. with the I'm gonna punch you with my hair and be a rock I don't star. Remember all of them yet? But yeah, you'll have amiibos like, for them. Don't worry. Oh yeah, yeah, no question. <laughs> um, and then I like the the snake surfing guy. Yeah, um, and like they've given them they've given them backgrounds and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think that there's gonna be Okay, so they they have like twelve different weapons, ten different fighters, and it's like you know, however many exponents yeah. that makes. Like there's there's going to be a lot of variety in the actual fights mm-hmm. and the whole rock paper scissors thing. Like you've got you know the big the big slow ones, and yeah. then you've got um the one of the one of the things though is I Nintendo doesn't have a lot of history mm-hmm. as far as balancing fighting mechanics. Yeah. Because like in boxing, you 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 boxed, and well Smash Brothers, so 
we'll, we'll see how well they do with that. But this this is a very different kind of fighting game. It is. Um, it's but not. I, 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 I'm going to go ahead and take back that last comment because uh, Smash Brothers is something. There is There are characters who are more popular, more OP than others, but there's not like two characters that just dominate yeah. everything except Meta Knight and Melee. Yeah, I mean, but you're 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 right. Uh, I think that the balance is going to be an issue on here. But also, the Smash not only has a history, but that type of uh, 2D. They they basically for Smash they took 2D fighters hmm. and they they basically made it a free for all. Yeah, and they did it in a very great balanced way to do that. Now, you don't have people who so you already had people who played 2D fighters. Right. So you have a lot of crossover there. But now you don't have a lot of people who. Uh, you know when arms it was announced that were like oh that's my jam i love my love motion based boxing games yeah so i don't i i think that it could be fun to play at a party like i got mario kart which i love yeah. i love mario kart mario kart's an easy sell for people though cuz not not only the fact that mario kart's been around forever yeah. when mario kart first came out or let's say just now came out this is the first mario kart ever you can go hey we're going to do this wacky we're race we're going to do a driving thing we're going to do a driving thing it's a wacky it's wacky races with mario kart with mario characters mm-hmm. and the the controls are, are intuitive and i think that Arms has an uphill battle that that we've been voicing for quite a while. Where how do you sell this product and make it an actual sixty dollar product or however much it's going to be sixty bucks? Yeah. So how do you how do you justify sixty dollars for this? I think the additional games on there I think are, are really cool. Yeah. I think adding different the the different challenges in addition to the boxing the different characters it's all interesting it's all fun but I think it's going to fall into the same same camp as Splatoon. And okay. Splatoon is a big thing for the people who like it, and the people who people. If you're not yeah. interested in it, you're really not interested in it. Yeah. And I think that's the camp that Arms is going to fall into. It's going to be. It's not a system seller. There's going to be hardcore people that just freaking love it, yeah. but it's not a guarantee everyone should have it on the Switch. Uh, do you, Do you have the the schedule for the the demos and stuff that we we have coming up? Uh, for Arms. For Arms, yeah, because there, there's going to be there's going to be a bunch of demos. Um, like demo times basically um so he's, he's pulling that up right now um okay so may 26th and june 2nd uh north america only <laughs> okay they say full details all they have is a start time they have a start time they don't have an end time so so presumably if they're doing what they do with splatoon hours? if they're doing, yeah, what, if, they do if they're doing with the splatoon and they're doing this for like an hour or two no Stop doing yeah. that, Nintendo. We have because that doesn't work. We have uh, North America's dates uh, for North America only. I should say are May twenty sixth and June second mm-hmm. at five p.m. Pacific, uh, and then the international dates are uh, May twenty seventh and June third. Uh, they have staggered dates on that, so uh, five a.m. Pacific or eleven a.m. Pacific or five p.m. Pacific, which is which, why I think it's one yeah, hour. The... Again, you go over to the other international date, which is uh, May twenty eighth and June fourth, five a.m. and eleven a.m. It's is really confusing because it's all you need a freaking spreadsheet you need to take this you need to put it on your calendar on your google calendar your phone calendar to wake you up or whatever it is may 26th through the 28th at various times you might be able to play arms (laughs) june 2nd through the 4th at various times you might be able to it's stop this is this is not okay we overwatch did it right yeah that's how you do it yeah neo did it right yeah that's how you do it this, a, this little little tiny windows in which you can maybe do it give okay me it, give me it like on, you, you can you can you can download the demo now which mm-hmm. was which 
okay. But if you if you can't log in, it doesn't yeah. count. These are these are essentially windows in two different um, in two different uh, weekends. I yeah. would rather have a weekend. Two weekends would be amazing, but a weekend. And you know what? I don't even care. You know what? Give me it June second. Start June second, third, and fourth all weekend. Yeah. Service crash, service crash. You need to be prepared for that anyway. So, <laughs> but to, but to, yeah. de- but demo wise, uh, if the game is worth its salt at all. Playing for more than an hour is not going to cause a problem. Splatoon yeah. is the same thing, and and especially like like we were talking a minute ago about the the variety of fighters, the variety of weapons. Like this, this is a game you can you can go deep on. Yeah. Um, and I mean even with even with Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. like it's it's a fairly simple move set. Yeah. And there's there's counters and blocks and, and all that kind of stuff and and character counters yeah. and things like that. Like you can you can get really deep mm-hmm. into the into the nitty gritty of that and and with this one I feel like it's it's a lot closer to like if you if you watch high level uh, Street Fighter mm-hmm. fights yeah like it's it's about how far they are apart and if they're this far apart then Guile has the advantage if they're actually if they're this far apart <laughs> Guile has the advantage but like at at various distances different characters have yeah. advantages yeah. Arms is going to be the same thing because because of the speed of the characters yeah. because of the the strength of different kinds and like you've got the curving ones that are coming around and then the the straight ones that come up from under and yeah and so but so given this of, for a weekend it's not going to spoil it right you that's too that's many nuances I'm, like you're talking about that's yeah, what, that's I mean. what I'm, I'm saying it's like, it, yeah. it's like the 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 more time that you have with this the more you're going to get into okay so this works against this character what if i did this other thing and and yeah. you're you're going to get deeper mm-hmm. and it's not going to be something that you play for a weekend and if you like it you're not going to be like well i beat the game now yeah that's that's not how this so, is at all so so yeah it's it's disappointing that they're that they're staying with the splatoon demo style yeah um but we'll we'll keep watching and and hopefully be able to tag in at some point during the demo and, and so. see what see what we can find out but uh, but yeah, the, the the characters are interesting. The the weapons are interesting. But I'm not sure it's something I want to play yet. Yeah. So yeah. It, I guess in other Nintendo news, the Nintendo Switch dock is now available. Did you if, get one? Yeah, I got one. Okay. So cool. if you if you needed an extra Switch dock, then those are now those are now a package deal. Previously. It, previously, it was you're buying it and it didn't include the power cable or the HDMI cable, and that's why that's why people didn't understand this. They thought that it was oh, yeah. they, it's because of scratching the screens. They took it away. No, it's because they literally they didn't think that that many people would want them, so they only budgeted a couple of them because they didn't want to not have them and they have switches that needed them. Right. So uh, I I find this funny though. I pre-ordered one at at GameStop because I wanted to make sure that I got it. Um, I didn't know how quickly they were going to sell. Right. I pre-ordered it, and because I pre-ordered it, because someone pre-ordered it, they got eight of them, one being mine, seven being others, instead of, I think, the allotment of four that they were supposed to get. So they got more than another, than other stores that didn't pre-order, that didn't have a pre-order. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of weird. Um, a bit. Yeah, a, a bit. Um, but it, now it's arguably like, okay, some people may want this, some people don't. Um, they told me that they actually had people that went in and they were like, I want a Switch dock. And they're like, we don't have them. And then they basically bought a Switch. They bought another Switch. Because they were like, let me All spend right. another 200 bucks or whatever it is. <clears throat> I have another mobile console now. Like, I guess if you're in, if like, 
if I, I mean, I, I'm not going to do it because Whitney hasn't sunk in on, like, I want to play this, like, all the time. Right. She's still playing PS4 and stuff more. If if she was, like, playing the game and it was, you know, wh- whatever, if there was a reason, right. I could see having two Switch consoles. Yeah. But they essentially, you had, he had multiple people who bought another Switch console, so that way they could have a dock here and a dock there, and now they have two Switches. Now, if it had cloud-based saves, like, if the saves were... Uh, cloud-based, so I could grab it anywhere? Yeah. Maybe, because then I can play on whichever Switch I want. Well, see, the thing is that I would pay mm-hmm. the $200 mm-hmm. for the Switch without a dock, because I just want it as a portable. Yeah, you say that now. But, trust me, putting it on, like, when you dock it, and you can just relax and play the exact same thing with the exact same controls? I know you play a lot on, on the road, I'm just saying. You're you're in the way minority, okay. like less than a one. No, no, no. I, I understand. I'm in the way minority. As so, as as a, as a cis white male, I'm always in the minority. <laughs> so moving on to Splatoon, yeah, uh, they have a lot more single player content this time, which is great. Which which is fantastic, yeah. and and like the the single player content on the first one was kind of like a trial mode. Like yeah. they would they would have like. You've got to take out this tower, and you could like climb walls, and like they'd give you different abilities yeah. and stuff like that. And it was like, it, it was it was other ways to play the game. Um, and then like it came down to a, a conflict of Mari versus Callie, and who's who's going to be the best anchor? Anchor, inkling, inkling. Yeah. Well, no, because those were girls. Inkler. I don't know. In- I thought inklight. I thought inkling were like all of them. I don't know. We don't know. We're not 100% sure on the lore of Splatoon. Did you just assume it's gender? Do what? I'm just joking. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, thought, I, thought that, I thought that some of them were people and some of them were uh, squids. No, Are you're they both. both? You're both. You're a squid and a kid. You're a squid kid. Well, that, that throws gender into a whole other category. You go, you go, so I'm not, I'm not going to worry about it. You literally transition from being a kid to a squid. Oh, is that? You're a kid, and that's you run you around. Okay, you run okay, around, okay, and okay. any of this paint you can swim through. All right, all right, all right. So, anyway... Marin Callie was like the, the big climax at the end, and that's how they. Anyway, uh, there was kind of sort of a story there, but now it looks a lot more like they're they're making something for yeah. it, and so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this is not really something that sold me on it, but I'm less not sold. Yeah, because <laughs> there there are two types of games that that I've been buying on Switch. Yeah, I've been uh, you know the independent games are great, but what I mean is. Um, I buy games for myself, and I buy games. Well, I do buy games for Whitney, I guess. Uh, and I buy, but I buy games that I I individually want to play. Usually, Whitney wants to play, and a a game that not only I think that shows uh, the merits and the greatness of the Switch, but mm-hmm. ones I can play with other people. So. Okay. That's why, I mean, let's be honest, that's the reason people buy Mario Kart, you buy Smash. You're buying it, I mean, I don't know how many people sit there and play single player Smash, single player um, Mario Kart. Like, like they're, I think they're more about like, when people come over, let's play this. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Guitar Hero, I think was a little bit of both, where it's like, you could play it on your own, Yeah. And but playing it in a group is, is what it's really all about. So. I haven't, because I'm not a 10-year-old kid, Splatoon isn't quite up my alley. 
Yeah. I'm sure it's fun. Like, I, I played the demo and it was fun. I guess I can say that. But would I see myself sitting down and playing that? Not really. Yeah. I mean, I there are so many games that I want to play. We're talking about Witcher 3 and other games. I have a limited amount of time I can play games right now. Yep. So having that limit, you have certain games where you're like, I, I can't do that. I, I've, I've got my quick games, my long play games, and that's about it. Yeah. So... I don't think it's really up. It's really my thing, but then again, there are other games that are coming out to to Switch that I think are solidifying it as a console. I just don't think Arms and um, uh, and Legs, uh, Arms and uh, and Splatoon Two, are system sellers. Right. They're going to be for a niche audience. Now, the fact that Minecraft is coming to um, to Switch, and Having those type of games that, yes, it's available other places, but it legitimizes... Minecraft legitimizes the Switch in a, in a big way. So okay. I'm, I'm more excited about Minecraft coming to the Switch than I'm anything than I'm the others. Well, but Having see, a portable, a good portable Minecraft mm -hmm. is going to be really cool. Yeah. A good portable Minecraft multiplayer... Uh, the fact that I could I could play play some Minecraft, use that same world, play it at home, play it on the go, yeah. uh, is really cool because if you're playing on Xbox and then you want to play it and you're on the go, your only resort was like P, uh, uh, you know Vita or uh, your uh, PC, but yeah. you can't go back to that world that you that you created. So yeah, yeah. Lots so, of bonuses on that. Yeah, uh, Nintendo continues. But see, the another thing about this is that you were talking about the niche audience. Yeah. But they're continuing to... Nintendo is collecting niches. Yeah. Because, like, my, my system seller was seeing Afterbirth Plus, and I was like, yes, thank you, God, finally. And that's the game that, for me, was the thing. So, for somebody, yeah. Splatoon 2 is their game. For somebody, a Street Fighter is going to be yeah. their game. That's another one that I, I want on there because I think... I like, I like Street Fighter. Having a really, really good version of Street Fighter is really cool. Yeah. Um, but I guess their game, I guess there are people that, that Splatoon 2 is going to be their game. Um, I think that... I don't know. I think that Metroid would be a better fit for this. I mean, there there are other so many there's so many properties that Mar that that uh, it said Mario right there. Mario should have launched with it, but um, there are so many properties that should be on the Switch that that should come to the Switch to solidify it as a, as a console. I still think that they should have packaged uh, the new new. Uh, what is it? The Super Mario Brothers, New Super Mario Brothers, whatever it's called, mm -hmm. the 2D uh, Wii U Super Mario Brothers. I think they should have packaged that up and sold it on day one. Yeah, because Very much yeah, so. because I would have it. I would be playing it again. I would buy it again. Uh, it was that. It was that worth it. And having a Mario game on there legitimizes it. Having Zelda on there was phenomenal. It's great. Yeah. But there, uh, there are a ton of people who got their Switch day one, who got Zelda, and they're done. They're mm -hmm. done with Zelda. What do you do now? Yeah. Because um, you because you you got a couple other games that yeah. are playing there, and you have to go into a niche at that point. You don't have another game where it's like, okay, here's my here's my next big game. Yeah. Um, they they are building out. They're they're building out a, a bigger a bigger variety mm -hmm. of games. Um, the thing is that some of these games are could be big, but they're not promoting them. Yeah. Like uh, the PlayStation VR Thumper came out this week. Did you know that? Nope. Nope. 
Um, they, 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 they need to get out in front of this and, and tell people what games are coming and let them know that this is this is a big thing yeah. that they could be playing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know why they're not. I think that uh, it's, it's a disservice, but I think that's why channels like ours exist. And that's why podcasts like this exist, because we'll give you the we'll give you the stuff that matters, and hopefully it's an entertaining format for you. So let us know if any of that was entertaining for you, and let us know what you think about the Nintendo Switch. What are you waiting for on the Nintendo Switch? Well, Mario Odyssey. We're all of waiting. Course, on we're it. all waiting. For Mario <laughs> we're Odyssey. all waiting on it. <laughs> we'll see you guys later.